Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hi, I'm Stephanie Sloan, Editorial Director of Soap Opera Digest, and welcome to the first edition of our new podcast, Dishing with Digest. With every episode, we will bring you the latest soap news, casting changes, and hot rumors. Plus, we'll be pulling the curtain back a bit on how we do things here at Digest. We will also be talking to actors and executives to give you even greater behind-the-scenes access. With me is senior editor Mara Levinsky. Hi, Mara. Hi, Steph. Today we'll be discussing the 2018 Emmy nominations, which were just announced, and we will be joined by General Hospital's Wally Kurth and Billy Miller, both nominees. But first, Mara, let me know your thoughts on the nominations. Who do you think was snubbed? Well, I have to say, I really expected to see Kelly Monaco's name on that list. I thought uh, last year she carried so much story so tremendously well, and I would have said she was a lock for a nomination. So I definitely feel like she falls into the category of snubbed. Whose omission surprised you? You know, I was really surprised that Scott Clifton was not Mm. on the list. I mean, not only... First of all, he won last year. So I think it's very surprising when you don't see a winner on the list the next sure. year. But I mean, Scott always has such amazing material and has you know won multiple times before. So I was surprised. I was also surprised in general by the lack of B&B representation mm-hmm. because I think there were so many people who probably should have been on the pre-nom list, right. including, I mean, Heather Tom and you know Rena Sofer, mm-hmm. Catherine Kelly-Lang. I think there are a lot of contenders in that category. And I think as a show, that sort of surprised me the most. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I also thought it was really interesting that Billy Flynn didn't make the list from Days of Our Lives, um, mainly because he and Marcy Miller had such big story last year, and she made the list, which is terrific for first-time, first-timer, newcomer to daytime, (laughs) and she gets right in that lead actress hunt. Um, Yeah, so that's an uncommon feat for sure. I always respond the sap in me really loves to see someone get a first time nomination. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wally Kurth, he celebrated his 30th anniversary in daytime television last year and capped that off by scoring his first ever acting nomination. I think that's lovely. I was excited to see Haley Aaron make the cut. She's someone who I think we've really seen blossom and develop in her time on General Hospital. I was glad to see her as a first time nominee. Uh, Michelle Morgan from The Young and the Restless, also a first time nominee. Mm-hmm. You know that that's probably just a wonderful feeling for them and it's going to be a great, exciting night. Uh, for them to, to go through that experience. Um, I would add Greg Vaughn to that mm. list from Days. I mean, Greg had been on General Hospital with such amazing material yeah. as Lucky. He had that really big drug storyline, and I really thought that he was going to get a nomination yeah, for that. absolutely. And he did not. And so to see him get it for Eric, I think is you know terrific because he had such great work last year. And I feel like, if I can say this, I feel he's somewhat you know 
un- overlooked yeah. and underused on mm-hmm. that show and mm-hmm. could have much more to do. So hopefully this nomination will sort of, you know, put him back to the fore over there. I was also excited for Susan Seaforth Hayes. Um, so she's been nominated four times before, but as lead actress in the 70s and has not had a nomination since. Isn't and then that amazing? here she is celebrating her 50th anniversary on Days of Our Lives this year. And she gets the supporting actress nomination. I mean, that's just incredible. It's incredible. And she's the only acting nominee who we know for sure is going home with a statuette that night because she and her husband, Mr. Bill Hayes, are getting the Lifetime Achievement Award that night. That is just going to be an incredible evening for them. So, Steph, we have both talked to people who uh, were part of the judging process this year. What are you hearing from people about whose reels they responded to? Well, I have been told by a few people that Billy Miller had an excellent reel for General Hospital. Um, James Reynolds was also not a big surprise to anyone because that was another name that I heard when people were voting that they thought he was great. And before the nominations came out, someone told me that Susan Seaforth Hayes had a great reel. So I was actually really excited because when I spoke to her after the prenoms, she told me she never thought she would make it through to the next round. So when I heard from someone who doesn't watch the show that they were really impressed by her reel, I had a feeling she would make the list. What about you? What'd you hear? Well, General Hospital is so rich with talented females. So no surprise, I have heard really strong uh, reaction in a positive way to the three women who made the cut. Maura West, Laura Wright, and Nancy Legrand, all of whom are previous Emmy winners. But if Nancy were to win this year, it would be her first ever win as lead actress. So that would be a very exciting moment, I think. That's amazing. You know, someone who we didn't talk about was Eileen Davidson, who got nominated for lead actress in a drama series. But she also was in contention for supporting actress for Days of Our Lives. That would have been like a very cool thing to be nominated in two categories. Yeah. Though I'm happy she made it for Ashley because she really had like a lot of really important scenes last year. Absolutely. The whole Abbott family resurgence. And I think they really wrote a lot for her. And, you know, when I interviewed Mal Young, when he started as executive producer at Young and the Restless, and I asked him who he felt was overlooked in terms of story and who needed more, she was the first name that he gave me. So I think it's really interesting that he came in, he really focused in on getting her a story. And now here she is with a lead actress nomination. And she does have a lead actress win, but four days of our lives as Kristen. So this would be precedent setting for her as well. And I think uh, with... You know, we're seeing it pay off in Peter Bergman's nomination in lead actor, in Eileen's nomination in lead actress, and also uh, Marla Adams getting the nomination for supporting actress for her work as Dina. It's it's such a strong showing there for uh, the Abbott family. It's very, very neat. And it also shows just that these nominations are, you know, kind of really across the spectrum of the age range. Yeah. You have, you know, Jackie Wood and Cameron Grimes, very young. And then you have our more mature actresses in Marla and Susan Seaforth Hayes, like on the other side of it, all within the same category. And I think it just speaks to how interesting it is what makes a supporting actress. You're absolutely right. And I think it also speaks to something that fans... Uh, are so responsive to in daytime television in general, which is that multi-generational storytelling. So it really speaks to the fact that women and men across these age ranges are all being given Emmy-worthy material. You know, I also thought for the younger category, we saw Rome Flynn get his first nomination. Um, He left the show last summer and popped up uh, surprise yeah. as the new character on How to Get Away with Murder. And I know that in the past he had tweeted after he didn't get nominated and he seemed a little disappointed. He so seemed for a lot him, disappointed. Yeah. So for him to cap off his B&B run with this nomination, I think is, you know, probably a big feather in his cap. He's probably super psyched. 
Absolutely. And I have to say, I was I was pretty excited to see young Hudson West on that list because he uh, brought a couple tears to my eyes last year. I, I think it's difficult for uh, someone so young to break into that category, but I was pleased that he that he did. And it certainly says a lot about you know the kind of performer he is, um, because then you look at his work and then you take Casey Moss, who I'm oh, going gosh. to imagine yeah. submitted the scenes where J.J. contemplated suicide after shooting Theo. And that was some really, really emotional stuff. So it'll be interesting because there's a lot to choose from in that category. Yeah. And it's just an interesting category in general, because Casey Moss, only by his birthday, is he you know not in the supporting actor category? Because he certainly uh, carried a lot of material. And so did others in that young category. Joining us now is Billy Miller, who is nominated as lead actor for Drew on General Hospital. Hey, Billy, how are you? It's been a while. How you been? We have been good. Warmest, most sincere congratulations from both of us. And I would like to know how you found out that you were nominated this year. This is going to sound horrible. I was actually meeting with my lawyer. Um, We had some other business I had to deal with. And Either Marnie or Frank called at the same time, so I either knew I got nominated or fired. So, (laughs) yes, when your manager and your executive producer call at the same time, it could be very, very bad news. But this is the one day a year; it's probably really good news. I've been lucky enough to to have been here a few times. That's right. Not new to you. Um, Well, to that point, having been there and won, um, does it ever get old to get a nomination? Uh, You know, it's funny. So when I first got to YNR and was nominated Peter Bergman, who I can't wait to see. Um, he's still like a brother. He still checks up on me. Uh, I think he was the first actor to, to reach out and say, you know what, I just realized it's been like three years since we've had a drink. And it's been about that long since I've submitted. Um, this is the first time I submitted and I actually wasn't going to. And Kelly made them hold the deadline and she forced me to do it. Uh, and the reason why I did it was because, you know, this is the year I was inspired working with her. Everything I've done is really just based off of my partner who works harder than anybody I've ever worked with. And, um, you know, I, it's, um, it's, I'm sad. I got to be careful by saying I'm sad that she didn't get nominated because that what might suggest that I think somebody else shouldn't. And that's not the case. I just really would like her to, to, to physically, um, see the respect that she, that she, commands and deserves and um um so i was a little sad that that didn't happen but um, the only reason why i'm here is because a she physically pushed me into the fifth floor to do it and secondly uh you know it was her work that made my work and it's it's i'm actually more of her supporting actor than than her lead so but back to what peter had said before he said so when you get nominated and if you win the greatest thing because it's good for you know you know that um your your work has been validated and your peers like you and your parents are happy your mm-hmm. family's happy but if you don't it's really so stupid it doesn't matter at all you <laughs> walk away <laughs> so that's that's kind of what it is it really isn't um it's it's kind of it's awesome and it's great and where we are all are now in soaps i really wish we just got together and had one big party for years and celebrate that we're all here i've worked on a bunch of shows and i haven't been able to see a lot of my friends in a while because apparently i'm entering that adulthood area where i should have probably entered 10 years ago where you have real life stuff going on um and i i kind of miss this part um because i just haven't i haven't i didn't submit i just kind of bowed away from that and you know i'm a recast here i was anyway which is difficult enough and it worked very well at YNR and it took a while here which i guess in a way getting this nomination does 
give a bit of like, well, maybe I did do something right. Maybe I did my, my point of view on this is validated. And, um, as much as it touches me, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's very cool to have it. What I'm stoked about is Hudson. See, (laughs) I remember back when this was super exciting. Oh my gosh. And your parents are stoked. And I know that's happening for him. This is a little kid who, you know, he's not pushed into doing this as a live for a living. He wants to do it. He's so engaged. He's so excited. Um, his parents are here to support him, not to push him into it. They go to great extremes to make let him realize those dreams. And he reached some sort of online bullying this year, which, uh, you know, he didn't really get protected. And I had to say, look, you know, some people are going to support you and some aren't. And it's just, unfortunately, you're going to learn that very young <laughs> doing this. And uh, I hope this sort of bolsters his his sense of, you know, self and well-being and that he belongs here doing this sort of work because he loves it. And I think he's really good and really stoked for him. That's so, that was, so uh, sweet. That was a lot of questions. That was a lot of answer to one question. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I think, you know, that kid is, was really something else. It was, it was very nice to see uh, oh, him break through. Oh, he choked me up every damn time. <laughs> and he knows where my blocking is before I do. <laughs> Which, you know, back to the online stuff, really only downside to this whole nomination process. Look, I, I left high school a long time ago. <laughs> I don't want to tell you how long, but it's been a long time. And um, I didn't really participate in some of uh, those activities either, but this sort of online bullying, like who should get nominated, who shouldn't, this whatever just keeps like flaming these fan wars. It's kind of silly. Everybody relax. <laughs> we're all still <laughs> doing this and we're celebrating it. That's what this is about. It's, it's kind of how do you, you know, how do you judge art and say someone's better than the other? You can't. We're not running races. Um, so it's just, it's cool that everybody be together, <coughs> party a bit, um, celebrate the fact that we're still making a living, putting on makeup and saying other people's words um, um, convincingly. Um, well, you are nominated in the same category as Peter. What does that mean for you? I know. I can't wait to see him. Who do you think is your biggest competition? I think they're all better than I am. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being, being true. They're all better than I am. They, they've no. uh, done it longer. And they've done it better. And, um, you know, it's it's it was fun the first time I got into this. Uh, when I supported them two years ago when I won lead. Because I, I kind of got into acting a little bit later, but I was still the young buck amongst some of the people that I was working with. And especially like Peter, who t- definitely took me under his wing. He, he's the reason why I got the job at YNR. He called that day and said, that's the guy I want to work with. That's the guy I want to have as my brother. And um, even when I made the decision to move off, not necessarily here or anywhere, he, you know, he, he came to my house, took me out for drinks to have a real conversation about, is this what you want to do? And um, I don't know, it's, it's just going to be fun. Again, he's, he's ready to have a drink and reminisce and see what's going on. And I miss him. I miss those relationships. Was Kelly proud of you? What did she say to you when, when you guys saw each other? Kelly should be proud because the reason I'm here is because of her. Like I said, this is her inspiration, her work. Again, I've never worked with anybody who's like, do you mind showing up a couple of hours early? Sure, I'll call time 7 a.m. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and stay late. And she makes it fun. She, even this, We have something airing tomorrow. It's going to be heartbreaking. It was really hard to do. And <clears throat> she really engineered that entire scene. Um, she's, she's great. And, and 
she's the highlight of me coming to work here. And it's, I, I wouldn't have, I, I don't know. I, I was kind of, let's say, it's the wrong term to say over. I just, I didn't want to do the dog and pony show as I remembered it. I just wanted to get down to business and I, I stopped doing anything. Um, not for any other reason than I just, I don't know, maybe I wanted to go to stagecoach or something. I don't know. But um, there's. <laughs> or maybe you already had three of them, Billy. And it, we made a deal. <laughs> well, it's not about that, really. No, it's I know. I want to be proud of the work. And sometimes I looked at some of the things I did and I'm like, I, I could do this better. I could do that better. And the first two years were really rocky here, trying to figure it all out. And that last year, we really gelled and made it work and i i think so i mean there's going to be people who don't think so and that's fine but um i don't think anybody can really say that we weren't convincing um and i was really proud of her so i was a good distance in support of her we feel it is very well deserved and we give you our deepest congratulations and we look forward to seeing you see peter we'll we'll be watching from afar on emmy night (laughs) perfect all right can't wait to see you all right you take care billy congratulations thanks billy bye appreciate it ladies Joining us now is Wally Kurth, who plays Ned on General Hospital. He is nominated for Outstanding Supporting Actor. Hey, Wally, how you doing? Hi, Stephanie. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. So, Wally, this is your, remarkably, your first nomination in an acting category. What does that feel like? Well, <laughs> you know, it feels really, really great, obviously, um, needless to say. Um you know, I'm so used to sort of being disappointed every year, a little bit. <laughs> so I'm a little surprised. So I guess I'm a little stunned and and happily surprised and, uh, yeah, thrilled. You know, I, I go to the awards usually as a, uh, you know, as, a, as an audience member. And so it'll be nice to, well, also be a little bit nerve-wracking, too, going as a, as a nominee. Um, now i got to think of a speech. So <laughs> I don't know if... You know, and then you, of course, you prepare your speech, and then, of course, you don't win. I'm, then I'm sure you're like, oh, I had a really good speech to deliver. <laughs> <laughs> so there's always a dilemma. One way or the other, there's there's problems, you know. Champagne problems. Uh, however Wally. you look at it. Wally, tell us what you submitted. Um, you know, this year, they, because I've submitted the last three, this is, yeah, the, the last, I don't submit every year. Of course, as you know, I've been doing this since way back in 87. And um, so the last three years, I submitted myself. This year, you could pick four uh, different episodes. So I do watch the show. I watch both shows. And I kind of keep track of what, you know, what scenes I think were good. Because I, I always, you know, show my mom. Because <laughs> my mom lives down here. And we watch the shows on Sunday. And we go through them all. And, uh, and she loves that. And um, so I had an idea of kind of what I wanted to do. And so I started with, I wanted to cover a range of emotions, you know, the, the big four, you know, happy, sad, angry, scared. Those are the big four. So I decided to, you know, the scene in, in the bar that I, when I asked Olivia to marry me, I sort of thought of those, the scenes as a trepidation, you know, this is where Ned is like, not sure what's going to happen. He's a little scared. And then I went to, and then I picked a scene. I did two or three, I think two scenes from that episode. And then I did a scene with Michael in the Q Den, uh, where we, it was sort of a power scene where he's challenging me uh, about ELQ. And uh, I took some actions that he didn't approve of. And so you saw a little bit more of the anger of Ned. Mm-hmm. And then I did a scene, two or three scenes uh, with Tracy, 
uh, in the den where she's telling me about Edward's letter that was left for her. And, uh, and I tell her that, uh, you know, she really didn't need a, why I asked her the question, why does she need a letter from her father after all these years, um, to let her know that he loved her when he should have been showing it, you know, all these years and he, she should have known it from the time she was young. And, um, you know, that was sort of a heartbreaking, sad scene and, uh, scenes, um, and touching. And then the last scene, I thought I'd throw the happy scene, in my opinion, was the scene right outside Olivia's hotel room door on the day they were married. The day they got married where she didn't have a wedding dress. And I told her that she could wear a bathrobe and a grocery bag on her head as a veil. And and she'd still be the most beautiful, you know, bride in the world. I want to know, Wally, how you actually got the word. Like, who was the person to deliver the news to you? Or did you find out online? What happened? Well, I decided to take a yoga class. <laughs> I saw that there was going to be uh, the announcement was going to be happening at around 11 o'clock our time. And I normally take a, a yoga class from 11 to 12 if I'm not working. And actually, um, I'm going to fib right now because I, I, Frank actually called me. And right before I was entering the class, Frank, I saw, no, actually, I saw a number come up. And I don't normally look at numbers that I don't recognize. And Frank's. Valentini, the executive producer, his number didn't come up. But I quickly listened to the message just in case, and it said it was Frank's office. And I thought, oh, I thought it was about the nurse's ball. And I went, I don't want to talk to him. You know, I, I'm going to go to class. <laughs> so I'll call him later. So he actually was the first one to call me. And when I got out of class, I saw a, a bunch of texts from, uh, from actually, I saw one from my wife. said, did, did Frank call you or did you talk to Frank? So I kind of got the feeling I better call her. So I called her first. So I talked to my wife first, and then I... Well, um, because you appear on both Days of Our Lives and General Hospital, you've had so much online support from both casts. What does that mean to you? It's really nice. It's very nice. Um, yeah, no, and, it, and it's been really nice. All the Days of Our Lives people reaching out, and, and uh, I haven't been over there for a couple months, so I'm working. I guess, yeah, the week after next, I'll be over there, so I'll be able to check in with all my my family over there because I really do feel like I have two families, and I'm a lucky guy for that. And um, honestly, it's not a coincidence that uh, I got nominated for my work because I really feel like being on both shows and being challenged by, you know, both characters and the writing teams, I think I've, it's, it's made me a better actor. And, um, and um, so I, you know, I, I thank them. I thank, you know, the writers and all the actors you get to work with and, and uh, the directors. And even though we have a, you know, a very fast schedule, um, I feel like, a lot of people that I, you know, work with, you know, we're all stepping up and, and I think the work is pretty darn solid. And, um, so, you know, I, I, I'm hopefully will remember to thank both shows when I, <laughs> if, if I get up on stage, because I really do feel like I, they, you know, they, they both deserve credit for inspiring me and supporting me and, and making me a better actor. Well, we are both so thrilled for you and cannot wait to see you Emmy night. Congratulations again. Congratulations. And thanks for calling in. Yeah, thank you. Thank you both. Thank you for all your support. The magazine, I just went over to the store today and I bought, as I always do, the latest soap opera digest, (laughs) Big Days Preview, it says. And uh, as soon as I hang up, I'll read it. I wrote it. There you Enjoy. Go. <laughs> Enjoy. Lots okay. of spoiler alerts for you. <laughs> <laughs> bye, Wally. Day. Bye, Wally. Okay, bye-bye. 
Thank you, Mara, for your brilliant insights. And thank you all for joining us. Don't forget to pick up your latest copy of Soap Opera Digest on sale now. And be sure to join us next time on Dishing with Digest. Digest.